Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. Transformers Rewind, it's Dark Awakening, here to destroy your childhood. to once again explode the majority of one of their ships to escape Decepticon pursuit, Rodimus, Magnus, Cup, RC, Daniel, and Spike take refuge in the conveniently nearby Autobot Mausoleum ship, where among others happens to lie the body of Optimus Prime. It's awesome! It's the size of Manhattan. I'd hope never to see it again. What's wrong? What is that thing? A tomb. We built it as a final resting place for the Autobots we lost in the Great War. Like Optimus Prime? Do... do we have to go inside? Nothing in there can hurt us, Daniel. The Veil of Remembrance, a memorial to the Autobot heroes whose chassis and servos rest here. Daniel goes wandering around the alien robot graveyard by himself and swears he saw Optimus Prime walking around. Rodimus decides to rip open Prime's grave and finds it empty. Ironhide. Ratchet. Prowl. Huffer. They sought to escape, find them, and all appears lost until Rodimus's group is saved by Optimus Prime. Back! It's our only chance! We have them! Finish it! Ah! 
it beside that of your mentor. Decepticons, leave this place or die. Optimus Prime. Optimus has no idea why he's alive, but that's good enough for Rodimus, who promptly forces the Matrix back upon him. Optimus then begins acting a little oddly, attacking the other Autobots and setting a self-destruct in the mausoleum. Optimus then strands everybody while he returns to Cybertron. Is it safe? What? The Matrix. Yes. I've been keeping it warm for you. Wait, Optimus is in no condition to assume leadership? Come on, guys, he's just shook up a little. You'd be too if you'd been dead for years. <sighs> Darkness, cold, then light must complete plan. Yeah, what's the plan? Optimus built himself an escape ship. Still think he's unfit to lead us? No, no. Optimus tells the other Autobots that Rodimus and company were killed by Quintessons and orders up an attack on their base. Hot Rod and the rest escape the mausoleum just before it falls into a star and arrive at Cybertron to find everybody else has already left. The Autobot fleet is faring poorly against the Quintessons, and Hot Rod boards Prime ship and sets out to find him. The blast doors to the command center are locked! Optimus, front and center. I've been waiting. I... I'm taking command. What took you so long? What did they do to me? I have to... I don't want to fight you. Then stop me. How? What do I do? Please, Rodimus! Not a game. Matrix makes me too strong. Now there's a unique complaint. When Hot Rod encounters Prime, Prime rains blows upon Hot Rod, but at the same time, Optimus begins to remember the Quintessons reanimating him as part of this very trap to destroy the Autobots. Optimus returns the Matrix to Hot Rod, and Optimus leaves as the other Autobots take Rodimus and evacuate the already heavily damaged ship. Optimus takes control of it, and orders the fleet away from the Quintessons, and then flies it into the middle of the trap, resulting in a star system shattering kaboom. Everyone is very sad that Optimus has died again. Optimus Prime to Autobot Fleet. Return to Cybertron. That is my final command. What? The Autobot Fleet is escaping. And their flagship is on a collision trajectory with the detonator. Direct all firepower on the flagship. Obliterate it. It's not 
survive that. was this <laughs> has this now just become the best episode of season three? Oh, hands down uh, <laughs> yeah I mean you, in a way maybe but god it's just so wrong I remember as a kid I remember as a kid sobbing at the end of this episode it was like I it was like my heart was ripped out of my chest again I just I, I don't I still don't get this episode, but I love it. I love it so much because the Matrix makes me too strong. Love now that. there's a unique complaint. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> love this episode so much. <laughs> I, I love the moment in the episode where like Optimus Prime completely chops off Rodimus's balls. Where Galvatron is like, It's Rodimus, go get him, go kill him. Then Optimus Prime steps out and Galvatron's like, Oh, hell no, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. God. You know, the part I like is early in the episode where they're in the escape pod after the Decepticons blew up their ship, and Spike's all, okay, so what are me and Daniel supposed to do when we run out of air? Neuronimus is like, okay, you have two choices. You can suffocate, or you can smother. Or you can die of asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah, that's that just, I don't know. I, I like, I like Rodimus as a leader. He's just like, to the point. But I mean, that's not really the way that you raise the morale with with your you know your troops. But humans I, are in danger in season three. A lot. You're gonna yeah. die. I mean, if it's not the Decepticons, it's like cosmic radiation, like <laughs> from while you're in space. Um, I, but I really like. Uh, I I don't even get how he did this. But like um, later on in the episode, uh, when Hot Rod, I guess he's Hot Rod. It's kind of hard to tell whether he actually. There's like one scene where he's like he's trying to grow, but he could also be popping his back, so it's kind of hard to tell. But I'm well, and from scene to scene too, the animators don't know whether they're drawing Hot Rod or Rodimus either. So, but uh, he's he he runs into uh, the uh, flagship, and Springer's like the blast doors to the command center are locked, and he just runs and punches it, <laughs> and it shatters, and he runs through. Uh, he's awesome. I mean, he just doesn't get the credit he deserves. Well, no, I mean, this episode is totally Hot Rod action hero. <laughs> you know, even without the Matrix, he's still commanding the other Autobots and taking charge and, you know, going to beat down Optimus Prime. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, to reclaim the Matrix. <laughs> he just shook up a little bit. So he. Well, yeah. no, it, well, I mean, it even comes up in the dialogue. You know, Optimus is pointing a gun at him. It's like, you should have finished me when you had a chance in Hot Rod Doll. You think I wasn't trying yes. to? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of, oh gosh. So basically, it would be like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Stewart trying to beat up John Wayne. They're both awesome in their own ways, but there's no way Jimmy Stewart's going to beat up John Wayne. Just not going to happen. 
It really that. strikes me of how much Hot Rod is Han Solo in this episode, in terms of attitude. Yeah, I can see that. He's very cavalier. He took over from Springer. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I just, I love this episode so much. But, I mean, I, the, the big thing that we, we haven't mentioned is the end of it. He just gets, like, completely destroyed. And there's no way that the mausoleum would cause the star to go nova. And that just doesn't make sense. But mausoleum didn't cause the star to go nova. No, mausoleums can do that, actually. <laughs> you would know. All mausoleums. That's- okay, okay. You're mixing up the sequence of events. The mausoleum plunged into a separate star somewhere else okay. because Optimus set it on a collision course as the auto-destruct system. Uh-huh. Whereas at the end of the episode, Optimus flies the wrecked Autobot ship into the middle of the Quintesson trap, which was apparently some kind of detonator, which destroyed a solar system. Uh, I mean, well, if, yeah, I mean, the physics are all screwy, but if Galvatron can, like, destroy a planet, I mean, I guess it makes sense. But the well, thing is, Galvatron. I, I, so, in the return of Optimus Prime, I, I guess it's not, just because... We're humans. We haven't gone, like, farther than the moon. I just always assume that if we have astronauts out there, for the most part, unless they're there with, like, Autobots, they're going to be, like, in our solar system. So as a kid, I just always thought that they rescued Optimus before he, like, went into our sun. But obviously from this, I mean, that that's not the case. But the last time we see him, he's blown to chunks. <laughs> And he's virtually so what, pers- what, what you're saying is that the G1 cartoon has some continuity issues. <sighs> I, I, I can't believe that, XV. That's just not possible. I, I know it's a shocking... Continuity is just as hard as a sense of scale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yes. I still love this episode so much. I had never actually seen the entire thing until now. Uh, uh, season 3 moved to the time I had to go to school. And I remember now... Seeing Daniel walking through the mausoleum, looking at the names on the plates, and I'm pretty sure I had to go out the door right before Zombie Optimus Prime shows up. I never even knew that was there. You, you got totally saved there. I mean, you left. That yeah, out. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's like walking. No, that's, speaking, go ahead. That's kind of it's amazing though, of that, that you moment spent all this time without seeing this full episode. Yeah, I, I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. Vicky. Uh, that moment where Daniel is walking through just reading the names of the Autobots, that is really sad and lonely for me. I mean, just it's a moment of honest reflection about these people actually have died and they actually do miss them that you don't ever see in any other episode. And then he opens a closet and the generic uh, Autobot <laughs> falls out. Kind of looks like Reflector. I was thinking it was a failed Dinobot experiment. I mean, it isn't a, it isn't a closet after all. So any other thoughts on the episode? It's awesome. Yes. Must it's fantastic. Complete, it, it's planned. awesome for all the wrong reasons. 